Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the Major League Baseball, NFL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? I'm going to tell you right now. Because it's easy to use. Because it's safe and secure. And because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against the lot so they know I sent you. Take it away, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Against the Lodge, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Hey, we're doing this Thursday night. I'm going to admit it. Usually this is Friday morning. That's different. What's same? We have spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother, bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How's it going, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Lots going on in the NBA. Oh, God, it just won't go away. It just won't go away. We learned about an hour ago that Kevin Durant is asking for, demanding a trade. I don't know. These guys ask for a trade and they're gone. So it's just as good as done. He wants to be traded. People are losing their shit over this. We have one pain in the ass friend on Texas really acting like a six-year-old. It's like, calm down. Who cares? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant went. He got his way. You know, this year with the Nets, favored all year. They get to the playoffs, one of the worst playoff teams ever. So what what are we so excited about, Parley Kid, where Kevin Durant ends up? I'm sorry. I'm not seeing it. No, it's getting tiresome, Sal. Yeah. If you're a fan of the Brooklyn Nets, right, and you, you're, you've invested yeah. uh, season tickets, you've spent money, people forget about the fans. And this is where uh, the NBA takes a hit. I know this is... Great publicity and all of this NBA talk. Season's over. We're still talking about the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I guess it looks great on paper, but in the bottom b- bottom line is this: is the fans are the losers here continuously because these players they are so diva like in the uh, NBA. Mm. It's incredible. I mean, it's, it's, it's no it, surprise. It really is incredible. It, it doesn't surprise yeah. me that a guy who's so affected by uh, Skip Bayless's S- daily musings is too brittle right. to stick it out with right. the Nets. But um, and the, but then the, the worst part is all the names being thrown around. Well, what about Anthony Davis? Well, what they could package Anthony Davis or Kyrie could go here or Westbrook could go here. It's like, those guys could all suck. They could all be done. Mm-hmm. And KD could be done too, yeah. for all we know. Harry, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Just an example. Plus, he's got, you know, just picking and choosing where you're going to play, when you're going to play all the time. Darren, so right. So sick. And now, so, Bri, uh, so betting wise is which all I ever care about in life. The Nets are now, they mm-hmm. moved down. They were favorites. Now, I saw them move down to 16 to one, now 33 to one. So, if you think he's yeah. going to stay, if he has a change of heart, which is who the hell knows, that could happen too. Uh, they could load him up with somebody and then he sticks around 33 to one. The Warriors and Suns are six to one favorites because the Suns, as I know it, I've tried to shield myself from this. The Suns and the Heat are the front runners to get them. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, all right. Good luck to everybody. I don't know. It might be, might all be done by then. But anyway, betting wise, if you like the Nets and if you think he's going to, he's just screwing with people. I don't know. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't he just stick this out for one more year? Right. I mean, you got Kyrie for a year, right? He'd still have three years left. I mean, the Nets still could get a ton after this year with them. I mean, now you, you literally have, now you are only going to have Ben Simmons. I mean, that's just, 
Yeah. What what a what a complete change. And like Darren said, poor poor for the fans if there are any net fans out there. Right. There's only a handful. Oh, our, our <laughs> brother mean, John's one of them. Yeah. He barely pays attention. And anymore. Michael now, uh, Mikey Meatballs is reporting Brad Beal, two hundred fifty one million max contract with the Wizards, five years. But then Eddie Spaghetti <laughs> just uh, just informed us Brad Beal is demanding a trade from the Wizards. So this is a, <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep up with this stuff. I can't tell uh, if you're serious or not. So I don't even I don't know. know. Well, that, I really don't even Thursday know. Night. It's not Friday. But Windhorse said that uh, even Devin Booker's going to next, like uh, he said, like a couple days, he's going to sign one of those mega deals for Phoenix too. So imagine Booker with Durant, with Paul. All right. So what? I don't care. I'm well, sorry. That's pretty good. Yeah, great. Great. Uh, yeah. So it's only yeah, a matter of time before Beal is asking yeah, out yeah. of Washington, right? Like right, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going to happen. I, I mean, suck, but I'm saying. It, 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 but we talked about this on the on a text chain. Phoenix could get rid of Aiden. What? Yeah, but what is Phoenix giving up? They're going to sign Aiden and trade Aiden and and Bridges and picks. Like, what picks do they have that are good? I mean, uh, I, mean, I, mean, I, I mean, guess, guess right. They right, might I give guess up Bridges, always, but they're not going to give up. Yeah, could always trade two thousand twenty-five to two thousand thirty-six first rounders, right? No, I you mean, could. I mean, it's I, like then. I guess that's it's what like, you could always do. I guess it? if that's the case, then right? Shouldn't yeah. I mean not to say I? I mean, it's hard as a Nick fan saying like, yes, you kind of. You should be looking at this, but couldn't yeah. the Knicks offer as much as some of these teams who are going to give shitty picks up? I right. Know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. Mm. And then, you know, listen, my response is, please, NFL, get here ready so we don't have to deal with this nonsense. <laughs> but then you look at college football and the big news was USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. They want to go to the Big Ten in 2024. And I was thinking, I, I, I don't like it to begin with. First of all, uh, the Pac-12, and I get it, because the, the more money is in the Big Ten. It's yeah. all the networks. The Pac-12 network sucks. I don't even think I get the Pac-12 network out here. I really don't on DirecTV. I think it's blocked out here. Uh, so you could see why these teams are leaving. I have buddies who work for the Pac-12 network, which it, it sucks that they're going to have to lose their jobs. I think if Oregon doesn't stick around, the Pac-12 is done. Um, Parley Kid. You know, we're going to wake up at 9 a.m. and it's going to be USC Rutgers um, and that's going to be a big game. I, I, yeah, let's yeah. just so let's just um, let's just go conference list in, uh, in NCAA football. Set a 10 game schedule for yourself and uh, forget about these conferences. There's going to be like two conferences yeah. uh, left here. Yeah. Uh, SEC when it's all and Big Ten. And that's what it's going to be. That's what, right, yeah, right. 100%. So. So, right. So what are we doing here? Well, but then how do you do it anyway? Like, let's say there are 20 teams in each conference. You can only still play 10 games, 11 games, right? Well, right. Well, that's a good, you can have an East and a West or a North and a South. I I don't, when does it end? Uh, You know, again, money talks, right? So that's the bottom line. They're going to go where the money is. I can't blame them for that. But although that's boy, oh boy, that, that sucks. Pac-12 is just might as well fold shop, oh, yeah. shop now. Right. If that's yeah, the case. and that sucks. Skip. Sucks for, ba- for basketball, right? Like the travel you have to do. I mean, for football, it's one thing. It doesn't, right. like, you know, once, once a, a week, week or whatever, yeah. or every other week. That's fine. But yeah. ba- basketball or other sports, I don't know what they do. Yeah. With that. You know, the other thing I know it is money and everything, but under the current playoff system, USC had a good shot at making the top four. Now you're gonna have two, three right. losses, losing to like a Michigan or Ohio State or an Iowa or whoever. And now, now it's sketchy, yeah. right? But all right, sure. I guess money talks. That's ah, it's a weird thing, right? So, but isn't it weird? Like when we think of like Big Ten, it's like you know, yeah, cold weather. Like it's just, 
I don't know. I guess uh, the Cowboys just, being in the NFC East doesn't make I, sense either, but uh, we got used to it. It doesn't, and they shouldn't well, be, but... And it took right. years to create a rivalry, but I was just thinking, and unless it's regional, and we're talking about this on extra points, are there any rivalries in football that aren't regional that don't involve Notre Dame? Spaghetti's Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame USC, you know, Notre Dame Michigan a little bit, but I don't think there are any rivalries because they don't play enough, right? I, I, it's going to take many, many years to sink your teeth into a good, good old fashioned rivalry, you know, whatever mm. that might be now. Yeah. Uh, I do want to mention our June prop culture results are in, and Darren was the winner. Um, Darren <laughs> Fuller, Darren <laughs> Fuller, nine out of 10 uh, uh, nice. right there. And Darren Fuller. Darren Fuller. Nice there job, you go. Darren. Now, our July prop culture is up uh, right there. So, Joey Chestnut, who we talked to, over under 74 and a half hot dogs, Harry. How many consumed? What do you think? This is, That's all. This is one of the 10 Come questions. On. You think over? Yeah, under? I'm going to go over. He had 76 last year, and we asked him, and he's like, you just never know. You never know what the weather, you never know how you <laughs> yeah, feel. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you never know? You know. You never know if he wants to add 10 to the list. I don't know. Yeah, well, I didn't want to get into that for the 4,000th time, but I write in a book about that. So there's that. There's how much the Thor movie will make opening weekend. Will the Bachelorette cry? Do that. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. You can win yourself a gold cap i want to check the mail real quick cousin sal against all odds at gmail.com we got uh we got a letter from comac guys you guys are familiar nice. with comac comac oh yeah if i could just find it there it is uh vitas oh. i think his name is v v y d a s uh the blue jays have so many votes because the major league baseball hasn't taken the exchange rate into account that's pretty funny we were talking about how toronto they're voting <laughs> they're coming out in droves and voting for all their players the baseball players I mean, they're top three at every position. Some are uh, are um, worthy of it, but it's crazy. Um, also, does me trying to bet, place a bet on FanDuel in the auditorium minutes before my daughter's fourth grade band concert make me eligible for the Degenerate <laughs> Hall of Fame? Thankfully, bad Wi-Fi stopped me. Is there b bad Wi-Fi in that Comac gym? Probably kid? Um, Maybe I told I, I there's bad Wi-Fi. Anytime you're in a school, yeah, you, can't, you can't. It's, it's, just, it, I, it's terrible. Is it, I, I wonder, is it terrible. like intentional? I, any school you go to on my own, you cannot to keep get people from betting? I, I will wow. say, I will say. We're in a dumpy area, Darren. It has oh, hurt stop. me. It, is, it has hurt me and it's helped me not being able to bet uh, certain nights uh, yeah, being right. up at a school, That's for true. sure. Uh, Fandle's got to hit the Long Island school, uh, right? <laughs> Suffolk and Nassau. Thankfully, bad Wi-Fi stopped me from losing twice that night. I couldn't place the bet, one, but I did have to stay for the concert. Maybe the concert. <laughs> uh, maybe the concert was a push as it was thankfully brief. Thanks for the entertainment. Vitas. I think Vitas. V-Y-D-A-S awesome. from Comac. There you go. Nice. He leaves his phone. Comac. Nice. Right, leaves his phone I number. 631 it. number. You could uh, you can call him after the show. Nice. All right. Uh, hey, Major League Baseball Friday. Again, we're doing this on a Thursday night. We might as well all give picks. Uh, I am going Braves over the Reds. Max Fried, 7-2. 2.77 ERA over Mike Miner, who's just been awful. 22 earned runs in the last seven, uh, last five games. 7-10 ERA. Braves have won three in a row by two or more runs. Don't be afraid to lay in the one and a half. They've won 12 out of 15 by two or more runs. And I think they're inspired a little by this Freddie Freeman Sue controversy. I'm not sure what's going on here, but give me the Braves. Uh, if I have to root against them, at least I'm going to win money doing it. Braves minus one and a half over the Reds. Come on, they're catching the Mets. They're right on the heels. Polly kid Dodgers one and a half. I mean, I think what did I say? Like 41 out of 45 of their wins were by two or more at one point. It's gotta be about the same. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. They've been rolling on this for the, for the last, uh, you know, year and a half at least. Uh -huh. uh, and you know, I've really been capitalizing on the pitching uh, mismatches here. 
Uh, I got a little lucky last night. Uh, last night mm-hmm. with Alcantara uh, of of the Marlins uh, having a good start. He wasn't the winner, but with the Marlins beating the uh, uh, Cardinals. But I've been really capitalizing. So tomorrow uh, we have uh, tonight in this game with uh, San Diego and L.A. Yeah, our guy uh, Tony Gonsolin uh, has been uh, automatic nine and zero. 0.85 whip, 1.58 ERA. I don't know when the last time he allowed more than two runs in one game. Mm-hmm. And then you, he's going against Blake Snell, who's 0-5 with a 5.6 ERA. Right. It's been brutal. All right, this is a mismatch. The Dodgers, they never let you, they always seem to score runs. They never, they always, they never let you down in that respect, especially against bad pitching. They tear bad pitching up all the time. Yeah. I'll take him at plus 130, minus one and a half at home. Against a team that's kind of like their rival right now, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they need this. Uh, they need this. Oh, they so, love that matchup out um, here. They really do. Dodgers-Padres is getting yep. – I mean, I'm not going to say it's it's overtaking Giants-Dodgers, but, uh, yeah, it's getting close. Uh, it's getting there. And Machado – no Tatis, obviously. Machado um, in and out of the lineup, so it's going to ch- yep. check on that. Uh, the Freddie Freeman stuff is interesting. It's like he never wanted to go to L.A. It's – Law is agent lied to him, but then they're saying this is a Doug Gottlieb thing. It's not true. Love to figure this out. But even Clayton Kershaw is like, hey, do you want to play here or not? Very weird <laughs> stuff. All right, Brother Bry, St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals minus 130. Uh, I will say my last two picks I gave out on the show have sucked for baseball. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like the Cardinals over the Phillies here. Uh, Nicholas has been great for the Cardinals so far. Uh, it's, and he's been just as good on the road as he's been at home. He's been phenomenal. It's weird. I, I don't know why this is necessarily the case, but phenomenal night night games going four and one with the one point three six ERA. Phillies just haven't been. They had that nice little stretch, the Phillies, but they're kind of back to playing mm-hmm. bad ball. They have Bailey Falter on the mound, who hasn't been very good, and the Cardinals hit lefties well. So I'm going to take the Cardinals as a slight favorite at minus one thirty. All right. And Harry, I asked for a Friday pick. You gave us a Thursday pick. I promise you nobody's <laughs> listening to this on a Thursday. And uh, so there you go. Have you dug up a pick for Friday yet? I did pick up. Uh, yeah, I got a pick. I got the, I'm going to take the Diamondbacks plus 105 mm-hmm. against the Rockies. Merrill Kelly's on the mound. He pitched against the Rockies earlier this year. Went eight and two thirds, gave up just one earned run. Uh, Diamondbacks two and one against uh, the Rockies already this year, only gave up five runs. So let's take the Diamondbacks, take a shot at a plus. They've been pretty good against the Rockies. All right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're getting robot umps in uh, the Manfred said in 2024, but they're going to the Big Ten. I don't know. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I, you know, I hadn't thought about it. Damashek brought it up. It's just gonna look weird, parlay kid. Right? We're so trained the eye to see uh, somebody be I don't someone want behind the I don't want you it. don't want it well you know, if, if they put nah. a cardboard cutout behind the catch I, I will say with baseball they you know football we still don't know what a catch is um there's so many ambiguities if you if you do the balls and strikes by a computer and the computer works that takes care of like 98 percent of the calls if you also have replay right like Right. So like uh, once in a while, there'll be like a, yeah. a phantom double play with her second base. Is he on the base? Is he not? Does he have control? There'll be a question like that, but you can't make, you can't with almost a hundred percent certainty, get a basketball foul or no foul call. Right. No way. Football. Like I said, no there's way. too much in between baseball. If you get this right, I know it'll, it'll be weird, but they will get it right. Right. Yeah. The only thing I think, I do think the reason, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really seen why they necessarily for sure want it. Although obviously consistency, but 
I do think it's better for the batters, right? If you know, if you're a batter, right, and you mm. know what that strike is, if you know what's being called a strike, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be an advantage to them. Yeah, I mean, the, the pitchers right. get away. I, I think the pitchers this year, especially, I don't know, I don't know about you guys. I've watched games. I feel like they've expanded the strike zone even more this year. There's been so many calls off the plate that have been like way off the plate that they've called strikes again. So, mm-hmm. and they already have the advantage of the pitchers. So yeah. I do think this benefits the the hitters here. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. It's going to be weird for sure. And I, you know, the, the only reason I don't like it, Parlick, like you don't like it. It takes the human out element out of it. I'm guessing is, is what you're, you're going to say, but that's uh, it. I, I don't yeah. like that. You know, it cuts down on arguing. I like when umpires come out, uh, like when the managers come out. We talked about the 70s, you know, Earl Weaver was the greatest. Bobby Cox, Harry, your guy for the Braves, could thrown out of more sure. games than anybody else. That was fun to me. And balls and strikes was the last thing you was left to argue now that you could replay a, a close play at first or something. So maybe I need to grow up. Maybe the arguing uh, isn't that big a deal. I will tell you, this baseball season, whatever you like, robot umps, you want the human umps, this baseball season, you turn those K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers could step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up, place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. Great promotions every day. Safe and secure app. This is what you're getting with FanDuel. You get paid fast, too. And there's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against the lots to get started with your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. All right, now let's take a quick break and we're going to jump on the Captain's Riverboat Casino. All right, July 1st. Wow, we got through half the year. Unbelievable. And as is the case, every July 1st, we're reminded that it's Bobby Bonilla Day. The Mets paid Bobby Bonilla, promising slugger at the time. Well, he was an established slugger for the Pirates, right? A touch more than $1.9 million, $1.19 million, sorry. Each July 1st since 2011. This has been going on now for 12 years now. This is the 12th year and will continue until 2035. And it got the captain of the Riverboat Casino thinking, what is the worst contract slash signing in New York history? Is it, in fact, Bobby Bonilla with the Mets three to one odds? Is it Joe Kim Noah with the Knicks five to one odds? Rick DiPietro with the Islanders, 15 to one odds. Uh, The Native Americans and the Dutch for uh, Manhattan, 25 to one odds. Oh, yeah, that was 24 bucks. I really think they could have gotten more for it. And or the field at even odds. Harry, what are you going to say? Worst contract in New York history. Bonilla is incredible. Really incredible. But, you know, how about I go? uh, I'm going to go Phil Jackson. I'm going to go Phil Jackson, hired as the New York Knicks team president, five years. 60 million in, in uh, 2014. A week into it, he fires Mike Woodson and the staff for his guy, Derek Fisher, who had zero head coaching uh, history or any coaching background for that matter at all. Uh, and then in 2015, the Knicks go on a 13 game losing streak, their longest in team history since, longest since 1969 years. And then 2017, he had a disastrous thing over Parzingas. And then by 2000, uh, excuse me, by 2000, that was 2015, 2017, he was done. That was it. Did mm-hmm. nothing for the next. That Awful. was it. All right. Pauly Kidd, you're a big New York fan. You agree with Screw Phil Jackson? Over. Yeah. The well, fans look, over again, there's, there, there's been so many bad contracts in New York history, right? Yeah. I, I like, I like, like the Benia thing you're saying. And, 
And DiPietro is still getting paid $1.5 million from the Islanders through 28-29. That's brutal. But, Sal, to me, the most mysterious thing over the last, say, uh, you know, 10 years or so was uh, this Jacoby Ellsbury character yeah. that the Yankees signed. Yeah. Uh, you know, seven-year deal worth $150-something million. They got a few average years out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, Sal, uh, basically, they paid him $68 million over his last three years, which included a $5 million buyout uh, for playing zero games. It's crazy. And, and here's the thing is, we never really knew the status of this guy. He kind of just disappeared as if he maybe made up an injury. I guess he was injured, but... You never really heard what it was. The Yankees filed a grievance against him. He was him a Red Sox because, double agent is what it was, right? That's the worst <laughs> part see, of this. Well, I think yeah. the Yankees thought they were getting Johnny Damon when this yeah. happened, and, and and they didn't. And the thing is, with the, the Yankees, he was using some uh, outside doctors, outside the Yankees organization, mm-hmm. uh, which so the Yankees tried to void his contract because of that. It didn't work. The Players Union won that. Uh, and then you just never heard from this guy again. $68 million over the last three years. And here's what's crazy. When everybody else in the league had their salaries prorated during the um, COVID year, he got his full because the Yankees had released him. So he got his full money. I that forgot Yankees, even lasted that long. He was the long. second wow. highest paid player in baseball that year <laughs> during that COVID year was Jacoby Ellsbury. Wow. What a bum. Wow. Yeah. What a bum. I'm sorry. That to me was the way they thought he was going to be their yeah. number three hitter. Because, and they signed him when Cano left for Seattle. That was their big replacement. You know what? Highway robbery. $68 million for doing nothing. That's nothing. Uh, That's got to make the Native Americans feel a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know if it's any consolation, but boy, that is, that is a bad, bad signing. Uh, all right, Brother Brian, what are you going with? Yeah, th- those are great ones. I mean, the thing is, the Yankees had a stretch, right? A.J. Burnett was really a really bad contract. Like five was Kevin Brown a bad one? Kevin Brown was a bad one, wasn't it? Well, so you yeah. and I go back to Eddie yeah. Whitson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then you could say Carl Pavano, Pavano. was brutal right. for the Yankees. Yeah, at the time, right? You know, like, right. Like, you know. And they signed right as a pitcher, too. Yeah. Know? Like, But those deals, you know, were like, you know, 7 to $10 million. I mean, I guess it's all relative, but still mm-hmm. um, yes. pretty, pretty crazy. But I... I won't necessarily say, say, yeah, say the Yankees there because, you know, the Yankees at that point were still able to spend. Now they're on more of a budget. But mm-hmm. at that time period, they, if they would just make up for it, if they overspent. But I'm going to go. Uh, I think, what do you have them here at five to one odds? But I'm going to go Joaquin, uh, Joaquin Noah at 72 million over four years. I mean, mm. do you know how bad you have to be? To be the worst contract in Nick's history, especially over the last <laughs> twenty years. Right. The last yeah. twenty years, you had Eddie Curry, you had you, you forget about like guys like Courtney Lee who got like crazy money, right? Like mm-hmm. fifty million dollars for four years or whatever. You know, so many bad ones. This organization's been a disgrace. And this was Noah coming off an awful injury, right? He had an injury-riddled season where he averaged four points and less than nine rebounds, played yeah. twenty-nine games in like 20, 20 minutes a game. And he wasn't even good the year before. So, you know, and the funny thing is, it's very possible that that Tibbs or Thibodeau, like it's possible he ran him into the ground early in his career. The yeah. Knicks were desperate. No, I, I, if I could recall, every Knicks fan was like, all right, we'll take him maybe for two, two for 20 million. They gave right. him 72. 
he played he played <laughs> yeah. basically one year and 46 games, basically. Mm-hmm. And you know the Knicks still were paying him this season six million dollars. Wow. So I thought no. that was crazy. Wow. So well, what, what a life. What a joke. What a life. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Good thing his father was great, right, Dave? Yeah, well, that's why Darren hates tennis so much. Uh, All right. You know what? I'm going chalk here. I'm right ahead of you there, Brother Brian. I'm going Bobby Bonilla. And, Mm. you know, only because you have to hear about it every single year. You guys brought up good options, you know, Ellsbury, Phil Jackson, uh, Joe Kim Noah. But you kind of got to look these things up a little bit and you forget about it. You never forget about Bobby Bonilla Day until 2035 because it's in your face Every July 1st. And I've been ex- it's been explained to me that it's not a bad deal because it freed up money for them to indirectly get David Wright. OK, great. But here's my position. If I'm Bobby Bonilla, I want it to end, too, because now you're known as the guy who ripped off the Mets. And you know why it's seen as a ripoff? Because you sucked. If you were great, mm. this wouldn't matter. You came off 200 plus RBI years with the Pirates. And then for the Mets, 70, 87, 67, mm. 53, about a 249 the final year with the club. If I'm Bobby Bonilla, I'm saying, you know what? Let's put an end to this facade. I'll take the money from 2022 to 2035. Give it to me now. Even I'm sick of hearing about it. And it makes me look bad. That's my pick right there for worst uh, New York contract. Now, Babyface, you uh, bring something else up here. Well, I mean, there's any deal that Fred Wilpon made with Bernie Madoff would be up there. But yeah, uh, I, I can't believe you guys would leave off the Jets. I mean, the Jets have been notorious. I, only the Jets would sign Neil O'Donnell off of two interceptions in the Super Bowl. They yeah. signed Neil O'Donnell. He went True. 0 and 6. And then I think Testaverde was the quarterback like a year later. And then Le'Veon Bell. Everyone was like, uh, I don't know if he uh, deserves that money. I mean, he, that was he, bad. I just never know yeah. what's guaranteed in the NFL. I'm getting a right. little better at figuring right. out. And, and well, so that said, I think it has to be baseball because there's a, just balloon, balloon, gigantic salaries and basketball because there's only five starters. Uh, of course, it's going to be unfair on its face anyway. So that's why I narrow. I, I think it's good to narrow it down to those two sports. All right, let's do it, guys. Sharp tank. Give me your best weekend bets. Harry, you have been rock solid in the USFL and it all comes to an end. Well, I don't know if your your streak comes to an end, but the season comes to an end this season, this weekend. Yeah. Let's uh, the uh, championship game of the USFL is five 30 Pacific time on Sunday between Birmingham and Philadelphia. And I'm going to roll. I'm looking for three sharp tanks in a row here, taking the Birmingham Stallions minus the four and a half. Hmm. And Coach Skip Holtz has a winning team here going 10 and one now after winning last week by 14 over New Orleans. Like I said, they would. They beat Philadelphia by 13 in the regular season. They're running back. CJ Maribel had 114 yards and a touchdown in that game. And on defense, Birmingham, nine straight games, they've given up 19 points or less. Give me Birmingham minus the four and a half in the championship against All right. Stars. Okay, I'll consider that. You've been, like I said, on a roll there. Uh, Brother Bry, what's your sharp tank pick? Yeah, well, this UFC card is really great this weekend. Um, and I'm going to take Sean Strickland and basically a pick and fight against Alex Pereira. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the yeah. third fight here, um, but it's it should be a main event. It's a, That's how good this pay-per-view card is. It's going to mm-hmm. be really entertaining, but I like Strickland in this one. You know, before his last fight, you know, against Sermanson, he pretty much dominated his last couple opponents. You know, I, he himself was disappointed in how cautious he was against Hermanson in that fight, pretty much because Hermanson was a wrestler. But this is going to be two guys in there striking. 
I think Strickland is kind of the next in line to fight. I mean, I, it'll either be a Whitaker fight for him with the win or an Adesanya fight. You might get the you might get a chance at the belt with even a win in this fight here, especially on this card. So I'm not sleeping on Pereira because Pereira's look dominant too. I just think Strickland's the type of guy who's eventually going to be fighting for the belt. Uh, I think I like his I, I like his striking a little bit better um, for this fight, but I'm going to take him in a in a pick him, which should be a fantastic fight. Where is, is this in Vegas? This one? Do we know where this is? Uh, believe so you know, yeah i should know yeah all right this is a good one i'm looking at it now yeah uh at asanya and uh yeah so all right so paula kid you're going with the holloway fight yeah i am sal um you know might go and taking the the uh, dog here in this fight um boy uh what if this i actually thought in this holloway volkanowski uh fight uh that holloway could possibly it was a split decision last time i think uh-huh. uh he closed the gap from the first fight to the second fight. I And you know how I feel about beating somebody like th- as good as Holloway three times. Right. I think it's very hard. Uh, Holloway, I think, is just naturally more motivated for this fight than Volkanovski. Uh, and I see this fight going the distance as well as it has. Uh, you know, Holloway goes the distance you know, most of the time, it seems. I know like, they go the distance, but they, these guys take shots. And I thought that number was high. Well, Minus 260 Holloway, for yes. H- Holloway is really a volume puncher. Yeah. I mean, his last f- couple fights against uh, Cater and Yer Rodriguez, he has landed mm-hmm. at what seems like, uh, you know, uh, 300 shots in each fight. That's too high, but right. it sure seemed like it. But I just think this is a fight that's going to go the distance as uh, – and and Holloway wins by decision at plus three ten. So that's the route I'm going. Um, I just get hard to beat a guy as good as Holloway three times. Right. Holloway's closed the gap from from the first fight to the second fight, and I think he just slim margin here, slim slim margin three to two, forty eight forty seven uh, on the cards. Let's take Holloway plus three ten. There you go. All right. Uh, so Holloway by decision plus three ten. Hmm. Strickland pick him. All right, Harry, I guess I got to go with you, right? I don't want to hear about the, how you, you won your last 11 USFL games and I wasn't part of it. Birmingham well, minus yeah. four and a half over Philadelphia, right? Yeah, you got football on, on Sunday night. Let's do it. Football Sunday. Well, nice. golf. I think we already lost with the golf and uh, oh. UFC oh, Saturday. Oh, can, I, can I say... Who was, the, who was the guy Harry took in this in this heat? Like Shrek, uh, it, was, it was Shank? Shrek, Shank. Shank, Adam. Yeah, Speaking, Which, yeah definitely Shank and... Uh, which is how how great is that name for a golfer? Yeah, though, it's like, we did, like pick it for a quarterback. Which but I'm, I'm hoping yeah. I, I know so good. And Harry must have sent. I know a, <laughs> at least ten to fifteen texts. I got Shank for first round leader. I got him to win. I have right. this matchup. It was kind of, I yeah. kept asking him why you were so in love. Why were you so in love with Shank? And then all of a sudden, Shank goes Brutal. the worst score. The worst score today, <laughs> and he goes like plus six or plus eight, and then he just withdraws. From he withdrew. Him. What hole did he withdraw? <laughs> Remember, in, in Hawaii time, I mean, it was he was already through like uh, he was like through hole ten, Terrible. and he was like Terrible. plus five, and I'm like, this is the All right. worst. All right, in Harry's defense, his his brain is made out of shaved ice at this point in Hawaii, uh, so I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody else Harry liked too in that. Uh, that well, he he was not doing again. great either. Last time I checked. <laughs> Oh, he likes this guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Veal Shanks. Is that the guy you like? <laughs> oh, no. All right. All right. Listen, 
Bork Shanks. So we got a lot whatever. going on. We got a lot. We got uh, hockey. I'm sorry. No more hockey. Let me start over. We got baseball. <laughs> we got UFC. <laughs> we got USFL ending. And we got some golf. Check it all out this weekend. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon and degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,